Alrighty, I feel like ah, I can't get enough of that that righteous intro music. Um, I've deleted plenty of storage on my phone, so there won't be any lapses. Like last time, I had to go hard. There was a lot of I I uh, God, what are they called? Podcasts, not mine, but Joe Rogan just feels like he can eat up all my goddamn storage on my phone. Not this time, buddy. I got 30 gigs just ready for nonsense. My nonsense. All right, so let me get these brackets up. This is indeed the Disney Tournament of Goats. And yes, uh, not everybody's going to get represented. There are some amazing, uh, what's it called? Some amazing movies that aren't mentioned here, like Lady and the Tramp. It's there. There's honorable. There, I realize there are some classics here that aren't mentioned, but that's okay because I feel like I got... You know, stuff that everybody's used to and what they what they want to see. So let me get it up. It's not the first time I've said that before. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's start off at the top. Top left bracket if you want to follow along. We got my man, Panda Man, Peter Pan. Holy shit. That movie was so good and it gave a Disney. If it weren't for Mickey Mouse, I'd say... Tinkerbell is the face of that franchise. She flies up and down the zip line at Disneyland. She's the arch over the damn Disney logo. She's just the best. And a sassy, fiery wench she is. She almost gets Wendy killed. She tries to get Wendy killed. And then, you know, she gets stuck in the, the little key slot early in the movie and Peter starts spanking her, getting all that pixie dust out. She is a naughty. She's wild. She's wild, but I got love for Tinkerbell. And so does Gwen Fasani at Anytime Fitness and Winners. Tatted up, fit tink. Shout out to Gwen Fasani. Let's go. Uh, oh, Canada. My Canada. Uh, Peter Pan's great. It's a classic. Um, will, it make, will it make it through the rounds? I don't know. There's a wild amount of racism in that movie. That you know, Granted, it's from the 50s, but I'm not going to let that be an excuse for it to move forward. Or Yeah, I'll talk about it later. But it's going up against Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Drawers. Yes, a clap. Drawers? Dwarves. Idiot. It's a classic. Can I name all of them? No. Can I recall the story in its entirety? No. But it's old school animation. It's just, it's one of the original movies that you grow up with. It's a delight. Good music from, oh, when did it come out? 30s, 40s? It's not like I have Google or a young Jamie to do these things for. I'll, I'll do it myself. Uh, Snow White, and not that dirty sleuth, Kristen uh, Stewart, 1938. This is when the Nazis were invading Poland. Good Lord, we got a war to fight after this. Oh God, Disney, some some dark times, dark times. Uh, Snow White doesn't win. It's Peter Pan winning, baby, because Captain Hook, what a great bad guy. Mr. Shmee, the Lost Boys, just iconic characters. They get this win in the first round. Next up, we got Pinocchio with the iconic, I'd say the pneumatic, mnemonic tone for Disney, the can you wish, or when you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. Not enough. There we go. Not enough. Uh, God, the cricket. Chimney cricket. Not enough. The scene is good, but... Uh, uh, a possessed toy, as Shrek would say. 
not Shrek, it's one of the one of the guards taking him. But regardless, Pinocchio doesn't have what it takes to go up against the Lion King. I'm gonna suck off Lion King something fierce throughout the rounds. I'm not gonna do it right now. I'll just give you a little tease. Just the cast. You got James Earl Jones. You have, I mean, Jonathan Taylor Thomas in his prime. I believe this came out in '94. Again, let me consult. And Jeremy Irons as Scar. And I will not. Uh, 94, correct. All right. I will not uh, acknowledge the remake because what a steaming pile of shit. I didn't even see it. I don't need to see it. Why are you going to remake the same goddamn movie? Boo! The Jungle Book remake is good. Make it its own thing. Make it its own kind of side story with the same essence, the same juice. Re release of uh, the new Lion King? Guess what? You're the you're the court jester. You're the fool. You, but you you don't amuse me. You don't amuse me. So, Lion King easily easily beats Pinocchio handily with the soundtrack. Elton John. Don't even get me started. You know what? I am started on these soundtracks. And ugh. all right. Next we have. All right. It says the rescuers, but it's really the rescuers down under. And why this made it in? Because. It's my show, and I want my personal biases in there because I love the rescuers down under. It's the little mice that go and they save kids. Whatever's going on, the first one came out in the 70s when they're in the bayou, and this little girl needs rescuing from these mice. And it's like a little white German mouse, and she has the red beret, and it's, uh, God, this other American mouse. And they get, they get shit done. They're doing it. And, and the rescuers down under, they're in New York. You see these two mice. They're having dinner, and he's about to propose. They're having dinner. There's a nice, fancy restaurant overlooking the, the cityscape, and they're up in the rafters, and it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, their table is a, a soda cap. Like, it's, it's adorable. But then they get news that this one kid in Australia who... The movie starts out just this amazing, epic zoom-in in the outback, and this kid is just this adventure. All he has is his pocket knife. He has his pulled up. He's like a young Steve Irwin, this blonde kid. And he's running. He's hustling. He's having these rascally adventures with all these animals. And then he jumps off this cliff and like befriends this eagle, this golden eagle with these eggs. It is absolutely epic. This badass movie. If you're not familiar with the rescuers down under, familiarize with it because that's why when it goes up against Lilo and Stitch. Stitch, last. Okay, Stitch, like you're cool, you're iconic, you sold a lot of merch, but personal bias is gonna flop out on you on this one because the rescuers down under takes this one, baby. Like Lilo and Stitch, yeah, it's nice. It's good. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Like it's not, it's good, but in the next bracket, Moana as a Hawaiian Disney entity. <laughs> Titty. It's all over Lilo and Stitch. Moana just blows it out of the water. So when I think Disney, Hawaiian, I go Moana. So Lilo and Stitch, enjoy your first round loss. Get out of here. Go quarantine yourself. I don't need you here. Next up. Price is wrong, bitch. This one I might have fucked up on. We have Hercules versus Beauty and the Beast. Hercules is amazing. Hercules kind of I, I'm a sucker for Greek mythology and, and I will have more podcasts on Greek mythology Egyptian mythology Norse mythology because I played age of mythology religiously as a lad holy shit. computer games podcast all right I digress 
Hercules was so dope. It goes over a story and makes Zeus out to be this kind of nice guy, this dad, even though he's this ravenously lustful piece of shit in Greek mythology, just banging everybody. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your dog. This guy is raping everybody up in here. And Hercules just happens to be one of the, the seeds that sprouted. And he, he wants to be a god. It's a, it's a good mission. And it's kind of cool. Uh, Danny DeVito as... Oh, uh, that the the horny little little goat man. It's it's funny and the music is is pretty good. It's kind of like a southern church type vibe to it. The animation's really unique. Has uh, James Woods as Hades. Most of the Titans get loose. What a it's it's a great movie and I don't I just I'm a sucker for beauty and the beast. The tale is old as time. In these movies, I am standing firm that the music has to play a factor music is the x factor and is what disney movies are truly known for there are amazing songs that they're pretty much ingrained in our dna tales oldest time beauty of its uh gaston's song when he's uh he's got biceps to spare gaston he's just this bad motherfucker. he's full of himself he's gonna go he is the beauty I'm fully convinced he is the beauty, and Belle, just because, you know, she's chivalrous and needs to be wooed for personality, Gaston is just, might be the goat of Disney bad guys, because he's just such a douchebag, and he takes on the beast, he's a badass, he doesn't care he's a beast, he doesn't need an army, he just needs his guns, and his guns, you know what I mean, and he gets the job done, so much so, that they beat Hercules, Gaston's guns beat Hercules and the music, and it's just, the God, what a great animation! I will say that dance in the in that giant hallway, the oh my God, Beauty and the Beast wins. Music, animation, the all of it. Hercules, you were good, but you weren't good enough to get out of the first round. Beauty and the Beast and Bell, Bell, one of the. I will give my consolation like one of the one of the hottest Disney. I don't think she's a princess. She's like a peasant, but still fairly attractive, milady Belle. Wow. <sighs> All right, we going up to the top right, and we got Tarzan versus 101 Dalmatians. Now, Cruella Cruella Deville, a tremendous bad gal. She goes hard. Boris and Jasper, her stooges. Uh, it was a pretty good movie growing up. I can't remember it that well. For some reason, there's a couple of Dalmatians, and then I must have lost track. I must have been stoned when I was eight watching this because I have no idea where the hell the rest of the Dalmatians came from. Uh, it was a great movie. Iconic movie. And I remember the actual... Like, they remade it, and I believe Hugh Laurie is one of the bag... Well, I think he's Boris or Jasper, one of the Stooges. And dare I say... Oh, hold on. I'm getting... Another girl. Um, da, da, da. 101 Dalmatians remake cast from the 90s. Let's see if the internet could work fast. Glenn Close as Cruella DeVille. Whoa, Jeff Daniels is in it? Hell yeah, Hugh Laurie, absolutely. And then Mark Willen, but Hugh Laurie's for sure in it. I didn't know Jeff Daniels was in it. He's the dad. 
Cruella, there's gonna be another movie. Oh, in 2021, no shit. Well, that's cool. Uh, I'd be down to see that. But anyways, moving on. One of run Dalmatians, pretty good, but Tarzan, Tarzan was the shit. Saving Jane, surfing throughout the goddamn trees. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell's in it, but the soundtrack, Phil Collins goes off. Phil Collins made that shit. And like, yeah, the the iconic yell of Tarzan, pretty good. My favorite quote from Tarzan's elephant friend. He's like, you know, he could be an elephant. He enjoys a peanut. I enjoy a peanut. I I, I enjoy peanuts as much as the next guy. Peanuts. <laughs> Tarzan goes off. Clayton. Naughty. Oh man, that was some dark shit. Tarzan bitches the leopard in the jungle and he's just quite the hunk. Can only imagine what he's like in the sack or the canopy in Jane's case. But what a tremendous movie, but the Phil Collins factor dominates in the first round. 100 wild donations. I got 101 sit your asses down comments. That did not come out right, but Dalmatians, you lose. You got put down in the first round by Phil Collins and Tarzan. You get nothing. Next up, Alice in Wonderland versus Aladdin. Okay. Okay, Alice, you was good. You was real good, kid. You was real good. Very bizarre, and uh, from the background that I've heard, the chitter-chatter, it's supposed to show how confusing the adult world is for kids. They just say things that are nonsensical and bizarre, and I feel like this movie, whoever created it back in the 60s, congrats to your acid. You made an icon, but it's almost irritating how nonsensical it all is, and maybe that's the point. And it was entertaining. It's bizarre. The remakes, they're okay, but I don't know. I don't know. Compared to Aladdin, did not see the Aladdin remake because I don't want to. I don't want to see these. Jungle Book remake's the only one that I really give a damn about. But Aladdin, the oh my god, the music's great. The Arabian Nights. Oh my god, in Arabian days. And Robin Williams as the genie. Get the f at me. A better animation, animated voice performance. I don't know. I don't know, but the genie could have been played by nobody else. God bless Will Smith for trying. Will Smith for trying, but Robin Williams as the genie puts Alice in her place. Go down that hole and stay there, Alice, because Aladdin is flying out of the Cave of Wonders with that first round dub. God, what a great scene that is. It's like Abu is just freaking out, touches that red ruby. Infidels, you have touched the forbidden treasure. <sighs> the Cave of Wonders, you rascal. All those temptations, all that gold, baby. Aladdin taking that first round dub. Next up, next up. This is actually Ancient Age, by the way. I just wanted to say Evan Williams in the beginning because, you know, it makes sense to be talking with a person. Ancient Age is a terrible name for a boy even. But now that you know the truth that I've confided, I'm fully transparent. Let's move on. We got Little Mermaid versus Mulan. Little Mermaid. Great music, great music. Uh, King Neptune, you're down there. I feel like you're, you give up your voice 
for a guy, you, uh, Prince Eric, though you see him once and you're just falling madly in love. I'm glad Frozen makes fun of the fact that Disney princesses are just falling and tumbling but uh, at the love at first sight. But, you know, you're a redhead, Ariel, so how can I blame you? You're just filled with bad decisions. Great music, and honestly, as a Disney princess, give her legs and red hair. She's one of the hottest. I, mm, yes, a mermaid, and I don't care. Ha-ta-ta-ta. She's a hot tamale, but Mulan. Oh, my God. Where do I begin with Mulan? The music is phenomenal. Be a Man, one of my favorite songs in general. Doesn't even have to be Disney-related. One of my favorite songs in the gym because I'm like, I want to be a man. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Oh, I, I would go on, but I'm not. Uh, good Lord. Uh, you got Eddie Murphy as the great and powerful Mushu in the little cricket. And uh, who is that girl right there? Oh, there's so much honor involved historically. And it's, I don't say it's super accurate because the emperor is supposed to be this nice guy, yet he's sending orders out to conscript soldiers. It's China, you don't have enough to fight off the Huns. That great wall, what great that did because a couple of grappling hooks just undid hundreds of years of construction, sir. But the more I learn about Chinese culture and history and the warring just dynasties, what a shit show that history is. Just go there for a minute, go to, just go to YouTube, search up something, because it is an absolute mess. But some of the best inventions and most innovations came from that area, so, I mean, even Confucius and philosophies, I'll stop right there, but Mulan, the music, the, the, the honor, the epicness, the Huns coming down, the fucking mountain, and you going out there with a bazooka, <sighs> Mulan wins. Obviously, Mulan wins. Little Mermaid, take your bad decisions to the bench. Get out of here. Sit down. Be humble, because you lost. Mulan wins, naturally. Next up, we got Atlantis versus the Jungle Book. I'll give it to Atlantis. Fucking amazing. And my number one pick for hottest princess, Kida, uh, with the white hair. She's hundreds of years old, and they go down to Michael J. Fox, and that, I think, might be if they pull the, Disney pulls their heads out of their asses and pulls the trigger and does a live action remake of Atlantis you got something there you fucking got something something epic something tasty something that whole organization desperately needs because Mandalorian can only shoulder the entire weight of the Disney failures for so long Atlantis with Milo they go they find it there's epic action however lacking in the music department, which is something that the Jungle Book excels in. We go to the jungles of India, ladies and gentlemen, with young Mowgli in his red Speedo. I identified with this boy because I was a Speedo-wearing ninny back when I was a lad in swim team in the summertime, so I thought, oh, he's on swim team too, because we're wearing Speedos, and he's running throughout the jungle, uh, a young Tarzan, if you will, and he has Baloo the bear, and uh, the music is tremendous and like just the snake hypnotizing snake and then finally Mowgli just falls for his own kind the girl and he's eventually hypnotized by the booty at the end but it's okay uh, the nostalgia of this one the music and just it's the jungle book 
It's the Jungle Book. Of course it wins in round one. I love Atlantis. Do not let this defeat to Atlantis overshadow my love for that movie because I believe it is vastly underrated as a Disney movie. And um, it just went up against a champ. It was hard to, hard to pin these guys up against each other, but Jungle Book wins. And I know in my heart of hearts that Jungle Book's a wiener. It's a wiener. Round number two. Like them sound effects, do you? It's good. It's real good. We got Peter Pan versus Lion King here in round two, kicking it off. Okay, the racism, the, the aforementioned racism of Peter Pan. If you recall the Indians in Neverland, just the absolute absurd depictions of their bushy hair just covering their eyes with the big red noses, what made the red man red? Oh, I mean, good music and people in the 50s just truly did not give a fuck. Uh, we're just gonna draw them. Bugs Bunny too, at one point he had like buck teeth and was just impersonating Asians, but the animators didn't give a shit in the day. America did not care. Racism was a part of life and they just let it show in the animation. Uh, Princess Tiger Lily looked up. Tiger Lily. That aside, you know, Peter Pan is a tremendous and iconic movie. Regardless of the racism of the time, it's truly great. Keeps you young. Very unique, unique story. And glad it was, glad it was a part of my childhood. But compared to The Lion King, as I said, James Earl Jones, Jeremy Irons. I got Matthew Broderick as an older Simba. Timon and Pumbaa, the just can't wait to be king. But also the Nazi type, uh, the Nazi symbolism when it's. Uh, Scar is singing, be prepared. And this is, and all the hyenas are in place, marching feet first. Be prepared. What a sinister goddamn song. It is so great. And Scar is the only Disney villain to have a goal set out, and he fing tore shit up. Yes, this is all. Uh, Lion King is based off of Othello. Scar kills the king. And let me tell you, that goddamn scene of Simba going into the gorge and the wildebeest just tumbling down in a horrific and just hellish rush like people on black friday it gets gives me goosebumps every single time and he runs away we have Whoopi goldberg and cheech uh god cheech maravich maravich maybe i don't know he was uh one of the two hyenas and then the third one ed he's just a big dummy of course but God, that movie is so goddamn epic. And then Akuna Matata, you hear that song in Toy Story? Uh, oh my God. And not to mention, you know, Phi Alpha to all the SAE boys listening to this baby. The symbolism of that movie and the drinking games of that movie, good Lord. But Lion King wins round two over Peter Pan. Don't act like you're surprised. Peter Pan. You know, you just, you don't have the firepower Lion King has. That opening scene, you don't beat that opening sequence with the 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 showing of Simba, the, the new king. Well, Prince, but God, it just gets you juiced. Rafiki with his blue monkey butt wagging in our faces and delighting us, delighting the Lion King to a round two dub. Next, we have The Rescuers, as I said before, just most dope. John Candy's in that movie, by the way. He's an albatross. R rest in peace, John Candy. Too much candy. 
more candy than John, and I think that's what did him in, against Beauty and the Beast. I realize that I've had my biases in the past. The Rescuers is near and dear to my heart, and I will always love them. But in terms of overall Disney lore, like there wasn't, I can't really, really remember any tremendous songs in The Rescuers, but a great story. The kid lives, and it's all happy. Uh, and Beauty and the Beast wins. Beauty and the Beast wins. Hate to do it. Gotta, 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 gotta be real with everybody. Gotta be real with myself, most of all. Speaking of which, I think it's okay to admit that Dragon Ball Z, even though I, I gotta get this out of the way before I move on to Tarzan versus Aladdin. Yes, I picked Dragon Ball Z as the winner of the best cartoon ever, whatever. I think it's okay to maybe retract and... Uh, admit that yes Dragon Ball Z is my favorite cartoon of all time but objectively the first three seasons of Spongebob might be the greatest cartooning ever made because god damn it's so funny I watch it even now and just I'm just delighted and thinking back out on Dragon Ball Z tries to be funny it's just kind of awkward and not not very funny at all but yep I can I'll acknowledge that Dragon Ball Z is my favorite but the, as the best cartoon ever mm, I don't know could even be Hey Arnold. Didn't even mention Hey Arnold. Overall, Hey Arnold, every single season was the best. Okay, back to the Disney. I'm, I'm, I'm sidetracking. Hello, microphone. All right. Tarzan versus Aladdin. I've already went off about Tarzan's Phil Collins. But God bless it. Rosie O'Donnell is such an irritating voice. The, the, the movie's good. I enjoy it. But compared to Aladdin and the hijinks of Abu and even the... God. A Whole New World. Princess Jasmine, my number two hottest uh, Disney princesses. I love the Sultan with the crackers. He just keeps stuffing, stuffing in Jafar's parrot's uh, uh, snout. I believe he was voiced by Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, what's his name? I don't I don't remember his name, but the name of that bluebird stooge in Lion King, Sazu. <sighs> but anyways, back to Aladdin. Aladdin wins, by the way, because Robin Williams, because it's just such a damn good movie. And the three wishes, let's see, there are stipulations to the wishes. You can't kill anybody. You can't wish for more wishes. You can't wish anybody back from the dead. And you can't have anybody fall in love. They got to fall in love with you. And Aladdin, man, his last wish to free the genie. So now he's just this loose, omnipotent power that could do whatever he wants. Perhaps a millennia or a lifetime of corruption will make Peter Pan rue that decision. Somebody's calling. One second. I'm going to get that gun, and then I'm going to get that money. And you ain't going to do a damn thing, because you ain't going to shoot no cop in the back, are you? Don't do it. You know what they give you for that? The gas chamber. You know what the gas chamber smells like? Pine oil. That's where you headed, boy. To pine oil heaven. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. I don't believe you got it in you, Jake. I'm gonna go get it right now. Oh! Get it! Ah, you motherfucker! The next one will kill you. Oh, son of a bitch! You shot me in the ass! There was a phone call from Skyler that... Oh, 
Anyways. My little brother called and ruined the goddamn production quality for just a second, but that's okay. All right, so where was I? Aladdin versus Tarzan. Aladdin wins, right. All right, so now we have Mulan versus The Jungle Book. I wish I'd rewatch all these so I can give a little more insight of why things are happening, but inside I just kind of go with my gut. That was probably the stupidest thing I ever said. Inside you go with your gut. Clearly the gut's inside, but what comes out are opinions and feelings and, and, and thoughts. And guess what? There's also decisions. And my decision on Mulan versus the Jungle Book is Fa Mulan, of course, because it gets real. It gets really real. But I just, I don't see how, like, she saves what all five guys left of their platoon by taking out the entire Han, Hun army with a single blast and an avalanche and then not murdering her because you find out tis a woman. The guy, oh God, her captain says, oh, I, I have a life for a life. Like we're even now. No, you're not even. You did not save the lives of your crew. You led them to their deaths, you fool. And even your pinhead father that got his entire army massacred because of lackluster leading ability. You are born of incompetence, sir. It's in your genes. And Mulan had to cover your asses. Not once, not twice. Uh, when has she, well, I mean, she saves everybody at that giant festival and party when the captain was getting all the love from the emperor. And the captain's like, oh, I'm a little sad. And then you let the Huns take that giant dragon little dancing uh, parade deal. What happened to security? You guys are so high and mighty. When a couple of Huns tuned your asses up and Mulan has to save the day yet again. Jungle Book, you're good. You have a fire. It's all, it gets all raspy at some points, but I just don't feel the fire as I do for Mulan. Mulan's the winner. Mulan's the winner. Hold on, I'm gonna see what Skylar texted me from my computer. Let's see here. Hey, Brinko! You're going nowhere! I got you for three minutes! Three minutes of time! It's social distancing, you dingus. But anyways, <sighs> anyway, we have Lion King versus Beauty and the Beast. Wow, hot dog. That's pretty sweet. Lion King versus Beauty and the Beast. Clearly, Lion King wins. Lion King wins. Ten times out of ten, Lion King's wins. Lion King wins. It's so epic towards the end. Simba comes back after the little tussle with Nala. The come f me eyes she gets when they're tumbling around in that uh, nice little oasis that Timon and Pumbaa are, have been banging each other in for years. She brings them back and just that fight towards the end is like it's in fire and then Scar gets tossed off. And again, Jeremy Irons voice. Good Lord, it's amazing. It's moist, it's sexy. And I can't get enough of it. Jeremy Irons. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get Jeremy Irons. nothing. James Earl Jones. I can't get over the cast. It's so good. That movie is goddamn perfect. And you know what? Disney thought Pocahontas was going to be 
the the big movie, the epic showdown. They sent all the interns to animate everything with the Lion King. Not in interns, but the lesser squad to do the Lion King. That's why Pocahontas didn't even make the goddamn brackets because Disney was all high mighty with themselves. Sorry, Mel Gibson and the rest of you twats that put together Pocahontas. You ain't good enough. Lion King's good enough, and that's why it's going to the finals. Beauty and the Beast, you're all right. You're all right, but all right's not great. Lion King is great, and that's what makes it the finals. This one is tough. This is an excellent third round showdown, Aladdin versus Mulan. <gasps> both amazing casts, great music out of both movies. Oh God, Robin Williams is in one, Eddie Murphy in the other, just two tremendous comedians and tremendous personalities. Oh my God, Apu, and it's the classic Disney formula. Aladdin has Apu, Mulan has a little cricket, Aladdin has the magic carpet, Mulan has her horse. <laughs> oh, and all their ancestors. Like, it's it's funny. Like, there's, and there's a lot of funny parts in Mulan, but Aladdin, God, you are, and Jasmine's so hot. Oh! Huh. Going into this, looking at Aladdin and Mulan. Oh, Mulan's so good. Oh, I'm so conflicted because originally I was gonna go Aladdin all day and then I saw, shout out to Mark Higashioka who gave me some good pointers like Mulan and just the storylines and just how epic it is. It's so good, it's such a great movie. Mulan, you're such a badass. <laughs> what do I do? I'm so unsure. Help me. Whiskey. Naughty. Aladdin! It's Aladdin! I don't give a shit! It's Aladdin all day and I'm knocking over my little figurines on the wall. It's Aladdin. Aladdin wins. Aladdin's the winner. I have to go with my heart. It's about to beat out of my chest. Aladdin's the winner. It's, oh God. Aladdin's the winner. 10 times, oh my, not 10 times out of 10. Aladdin. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna go pick up my hat real quick. Un momento. Un momento. Just go. Picking up my little figurines. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry for that outburst, but I'm not really because Aladdin. That was my sh growing up. Mulan is so good, and I honestly, like, going into this, Mulan was gonna win it, but maybe it's because I've had a couple of sips of whiskey. But good effing lord, I just can't deny Robin Williams. I can't deny the end. I can't deny Aladdin skating around on that, that giant ruby, whooping Jafar's ass and tricking him into becoming a genie and going down into itty bitty living space. So, God damn good. So good. It could be a matter of opinion. It's absolutely a matter of opinion. Man, that's a tough decision, but I gotta give it to Aladdin. Aladdin with his little red hat and these big old baggy pants, steals food, gives it to a couple of orphans living in the, uh, living on the streets. Street rat. <laughs> That's a little hasty. Okay, yeah. Giving it to Aladdin. Giving it to Aladdin. Now we got Lion King versus Aladdin in the finals. 
Oh man, Lion King v Aladdin. The 90s powerhouses, great movies, both have the animation, the storylines, the epicness. I feel like Mulan is great, but her, like Mulan versus Lion King, it's very, nah, it's Aladdin. It's Aladdin, I'm not going back on it. Aladdin, Lion King. Just Aladdin was so good. Great songs. Hot princess. I can't say that Nala's hot because she's an animal. I'm not a furry. It's just really good all around, but you just can't, you can't deny Elton John. You can't deny James Earl. You can't deny Jeremy Irons. You can't deny that The Lion King is the greatest traditionally animated Disney movie of all time. It is the winner. The Lion King is the goat. Feel the irony in that statement, goats. Lion King is number one. Lion King is absolutely number one, but ah, oh, that's not to say that Mulan or any of these others, if they are your favorite, could be your favorite, but objectively the best, it's Lion King. It's always been Lion King. You can pull out some, oh, you know, Snow White was integral to the foundation of, of Disney and its formation. Yes, those kickstarted it, and they're classics. They are classics. Classics doesn't mean they're the best. Not at all. Lion King, even with the shitty remake, remains the greatest animated movie of all time. It's got the music, the voice acting, animation based off of Shakespeare. What more do you want? I don't know what more do you want, but you're not going to get any more because Lion King's the winner. They're the winner. And I'll tell you the drinking game if you want to get down like them SAE boys, I got a Lion King drinking game for you. So, ponga atención. And there's a lot of rules in it, so it really sucks. So, the rules go as such. Anytime you hear the wood, all right, so you need a 12 pack of beer first and foremost. Get a light beer because you will die. Uh, get, let's see. Anytime you hear the word Mufasa, you drink. So, Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Drink, drink, drink. Anytime you hear the word king, so that song, Just Can't Wait to Be King, that gets you going. Uh, Simba, anytime you hear the word Simba, you're drinking. Anytime you see Blue Monkey Butt, you are drinking the entirety in which you see Blue Monkey Butt. Anytime it's on screen, you are chugging. Um, God, what else do we have? Anytime you see the Come F*** Me Eyes, a.k.a. Nala, she's pinned down on her back, but she's about it. You chug your beer when you see that. You chug your beer. Oh, goodness gracious, what else is there? That might just be it, but trust me, hearing King and Simba and Mufasa, the blue monkey butt, and come f*** my eyes, it is more than enough to get the job done. And for now, the 12% of laptop power that I have left, I believe I've done my job. And next up, we have the pixar bracket tournament what have you whatever you want to call it we're gonna do the same damn thing 16 spots 16 pixar movies and we're just gonna run it back we're gonna run it back i believe the they've been equally you know i don't want to put a tremendous movie against another tremendous movie out the gate that was one of the ups i did last time with the, the nickelodeon cartoon tournament and I try to learn every single time. It's like, okay, that clearly didn't work. 
maybe my personal bias doesn't play. I mean, I don't want to please people, but I got to pull my head out of my ass sometimes and realize, yeah, Dragon Ball Z is not the greatest cartoon ever made. Hell, it could have been Tom and Jerry. It's all, it's all objective. It's all what you want to believe. But I mean, SpongeBob is timeless. Hey Arnold does not get nearly enough love. And let me, all right, let me talk about Hey Arnold a little bit. What better room could you possibly have asked for? You're in a boarding house. Yeah, I don't have a mom and dad, but you got Phil and Pookie and a bunch of crazy other board boarders. You got Mr. Wynn. You got Oscar Kakashka, the slimy scumbag that's always taking monies from his wife. Susie, oh Susie. <laughs> All right, so Arnold's room upstairs. You get, you pull down the stairs. You go up, and it's a glass ceiling, and you have the button. You just pull out your couch. The music, that kid was balling. Those first couple seasons, all the seasons are great. Gerald's a dope homeboy. Uh, Harold, the fat kid. Stoop kid's gonna leave a stoop. Stoop kid's afraid to leave a stoop. Stoop kid is at first afraid to leave a stoop, but what a great phrase. Like they're born and raised in the city. They get into all these shenanigans. There's Curly, that crazy kid with the bowl cut and the glasses. Hey Arnold. I can't say it's better than SpongeBob, but god damn, that's such a, it's a tremendous cartoon and deserves all the love and accolades you could possibly give a cartoon for a crazy little kid growing up in the 90s. God bless Hey Arnold. God bless Ed, Ed, and Eddie. All these honorable mentions. They're, I, I, did I trash, did I trash my, no, cartoon round two. I'll just go over the cartoon round two. Ugh, I can't open it because it's in the trash. Thanks, Apple, you jerk. Look, I pulled it out of the trash. All right, I'll just go over what I had. Round two, we had Harold versus Animaniacs. Harold wins. Angry Beavers versus Reboot. Just forget both of those. Wild Thornberries was dope. Wild Thornberries was the shit. We also had Cow and Chicken and Sailor Moon. And Rocco's Wild Life. Harold, Harold's just the winner. The other ones I had, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie was dope. Ed, Ed, and Eddie was amazing. There was also, God, the, the new adventures of Johnny Quest. Space Ghost, Coast to Coat, SWAT Cats, Gargoyles, Arthur, Batman, X-Men. Wow! Hey Arnold wins. I'll save you the podcast. Hey Arnold wins. Wow. Ed and Eddie was dope, but it, like SpongeBob, it lived long enough for it to self to see itself become the villain. I am at 9% power. I'm rambling about so many different subjects. It's all cartoon oriented, but yes. The, the message here today, boys and girls, is Lion King's the GOAT. Lion King is the goat, and I stand by it on all four paws. And until next time. You lose. Good day, sir.